Hi, this is Michael Glabicki of Rusted Root, and you're listening to the Iron City Rocks podcast. This is Tony Maranaki of Total Music and Entertainment, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hi, this is Bonnie Iris, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hey, you're listening to Scott Blasey of the Clarks on Iron City Rocks. Welcome to episode 138 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John. What we're going to do tonight, uh, we're back for the year 2012. I know it's been a little while since our last episode, uh, but we've been busy. Uh, we have launched Iron City Rocks Radio. Uh, if you go to ironcityrocks.com, there's a link uh, right on the side of the screen uh, for a 24-hour streaming internet radio station. Um, for those of you who uh, are in the Pittsburgh market, which I know many of you are, uh, Think of it as all of the uh, best of all the local radio stations on steroids. Uh, we don't bog you down in annoying car dealer commercials. Uh, we've got great metal, modern rock, hair metal, blues, little local music, um, really all over the map. So if you're one of those people that get kind of tired of one station playing the same old stuff all day long, check us out at ironcityrocks.com. What we're going to do tonight uh, is go through the 2011 Iron City Rocks Pittsburgh Music Awards and the Iron City Rocks Pittsburgh Music Hall of Fame inductees for 2011. So, without further ado, we're going to start off with probably the most prestigious of those awards, the Hall of Fame inductees. There were three uh, bands inducted this year. There were three last year. Those three last year were uh, legendary uh, Pittsburgh artist Donnie Iris, Joe Grishecki, and also the phenomenal guitarist Reb Beach of uh, most notably Winger and Whitesnake. Uh, this year we open up the nominations again in November. Uh, we've got thousands, literally, nominations. Uh, boiled it down to, I believe it was the top ten most nominated. Uh, and then opened the voting up in, uh, I believe it was the last week of November into December. Um, and we inducted the top three vote-getters. Now, I will I'll let you know that next year we will only be inducting one per year, uh, but we wanted to uh, kind of get the hall filled up uh, quickly, and then we'll uh, kind of be a little more selective after this year. So this year the inductees are from Greensburg originally, uh, Paul Gilbert, Paul Gilbert who uh, rose to fame most notably with Mr. Big, also a guitarist with the band Racer X, uh, he lived uh, in Greensburg until his teenage years, and if you'd like to learn a little bit more about Paul, if you head over to ironcityrocks.com, there is an inter in-depth interview he did with uh, myself just a couple days before Christmas. Uh, he was very gracious to uh, take the time out of the holiday schedule to do that with me, so I encourage you to check that out, and congratulations to Pablo Gilberto, as the uh, guys in the band kind of uh, jokingly call him. Uh, certainly worthy. Uh, be a great head-cutting duel between him and Reb uh, in that uh, hall if we ever had a jam. Uh, second up from the band Black Label Society, uh, Nick Katniss. Uh, Nick, as you know, has been no stranger to the show. 
really almost uh, in our very first few months. He's been on, I believe, three times now. And uh, the band Black Label Society was very supportive of the voting. They uh, promoted the heck out of it. Uh, and therefore, Nick uh, made it quite easily with some room to spare. So congratulations to Nick. Well-deserved. Uh, as many of you remember seeing Nick in the club days with High Voltage, uh, and he's been with Black Label Society for uh, well over a decade now. So uh, certainly his hat's off to uh, a local boy who's been made a living as a professional musician. And also the uh, third inductee, a band that, quite frankly, I was surprised didn't make it last year, a band that has been uh, what I would call a regional phenomenon. They've been around almost as long as I've been aware of local music, and I think a band that most people associate with Pittsburgh local music, that is the Clarks. So uh, I want to congratulate them, and we're also going to get into an interview that we did uh, just earlier this week with Scott Blazy, a vocalist of the Clarks. Uh, so congratulations to them. We're going to play a track going way back into the late 80s. Uh, thought it was free, uh, a track that I always liked. And then we're going to go into the interview with Scott. If I met you, you were mistaken, and I'll bet you'll be gone today. Because you got what you wanted from others, but you found out it's not my way.
takes a truck to take what you take in. I gotta squint to see what you gave. It takes a shovel to hear what you're talking. It takes a miracle to make you stay. Today on Iron City Rocks, we have Scott Blazy from the Clerks. How you doing today, Scott? I'm good, Eric. How you doing, man? Good, good. So we just want to uh, find out what's uh, what's going on uh, in the in the world of the Clerks. And uh, let me start by by first of all congratulating uh, you on your induction into the Iron City Rocks uh, Pittsburgh Music Hall of Fame, uh, as bo- voted by our fans. Uh, you're uh, one of the 2011 inductees. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. It's an honor. We we love being a part of Pittsburgh and. Uh, Fantastic to be part of that. Uh, that uh, I was on want to say fraternity, but it may be more than that. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's it's a thing that we have going. We've had it going uh, now for two years running, and uh, it's it's going to grow and uh, hopefully keep growing. And uh, so uh, you know, it's, it's something we we really enjoy and, and love That's to great. love to do. Right on. So uh, you know, you you have about uh, I don't know twenty five or so years. Uh, the Clarks have had a, had a run of about that long, right? Twenty-five. We started in Indiana, Pennsylvania, in 1986. So actually, we'll be starting our 26th year here. Man, that's that's uh, guess, wild. Yeah, this year, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been a long, strange trip, as as the lyrics go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, how'd you guys get started? Well, you know, we were just students at, at IUP. We all uh, kind of hung in the same circle of friends. It was the mid '80s, and we all kind of listened to the same music and went to the same parties and and uh, enjoyed stuff like U2 and REM when they were really still college bands and relatively underground and and uh, the Pretenders and, and stuff like that and and just for fun you know got together and started jamming together. Um, Rob and Dave, uh, our guitar player and drummer, they got together and said, "Hey, let's start a band." And Rob and I were friends, and he knew I sang a little. So, uh, you know, we just kind of started doing it in fraternity basements just to have a good time for free beer and to meet girls. And, you know, one thing went to another, and, and here we are still here 26 years later. Mm-hmm. What do you attribute that to? Uh, how, how have you lasted 26 years when so many other bands uh, have not been able to do that? I attribute that to our lack of major success. <laughs> I think if we'd have been hugely successful, uh, we probably would have, uh, you know, I'd have my own career. <laughs> Everybody would be doing their thing. Um, but, you know, we all kind of stayed hungry. We all still had goals that we wanted to achieve. And, and uh, you know, it's a good living. We we rely on each other. We have a business. You know, this is a business as well as, well as a creative uh, outlet. And, uh, you know, it's a thriving business, so nobody wants to see go away. And, um, you know, we just kept on year after year. And, you know, we've had our ups and downs and, and personal differences from time to time. But, 
you know, it's a, certainly a brotherhood at this point. We all love one another, and uh, you know, I get the feeling as long as we're all still still walking and breathing, we're going to be on stage playing together. Excellent. And you are, and all the members are completely intact, right? No one has left, right? Right. Nobody's left. We started with four guys, and two years ago, we added two new guys. Um, uh, Skip Sanders on keyboards, who uh, plays in Good Brother Earl, mm-hmm. who you may know. And then uh, a guy named Gary Jacob has been playing pedal steel and uh, some acoustic guitar. So it's really filled out the sound in a, in a terrific way. And, uh, you know, it's been fun having a couple more personalities now in the band. But, yeah, to answer your question, it's still the same four guys, me, Rob, Greg, and Dave, and, uh, you know, just added a few good people as we went along. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and your sound has really evolved over the last, you know, 26 years. I remember in college, yeah. you know, I remember my friend Jeff down the hall who I I think knows you uh from from uh, I think from Connellsville. He he had the tape. He had your first tape and let me listen to it and and I right. said, "Wow, this is awesome." And it and but I think about that. I think of how I tell you what man sounds and how what you do now sounds and it's it's quite a bit different, you know, in in a lot of ways, I think and and um, if you want to talk a little bit maybe about that, how your sound's evolved and you know your musical tastes maybe and things like that. Right. Well, it's a huge difference. It's funny you mentioned that, that first record. I mean, it doesn't even sound like me vocally. Uh, you know, I started out not really knowing how to sing, and I just I, I kind of half was screaming and we sort of had a little bit of a, a punk rock ethic. Not that we were a punk band, but... It was all about, uh, you know, velocity yeah. <laughs> and fierceness. And, uh, you know, we, we definitely evolved and became better songwriters. We became better musicians. I certainly became a better singer after uh, about 10 or 15 years is really how long it took for me to, to figure out how to do it and do it right. Um, and, and when you find that out you, and you learn how to sing with your throat and, and, and you're pushing from your diaphragm and, and all that stuff, um, you sound totally different. And I was singing all from my throat before, and it was very raspy, very rough. Um, not always in tune, <laughs> but you know, there's a certain um, certain charm to that. You know, when you're young, it's it's more about the passion. So, uh, sure. yeah, we've really evolved, and uh, I think more than anything, our our songwriting's evolved. I think uh, Greg uh, has become a terrific songwriter. Our bass player, Greg, and you know, I, I think I've I've done an okay job over the years, and we collaborate on a lot of stuff. So it's really evolved in a in a really cool and natural way. No, nothing's ever felt forced, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. That's great. Now, um, I think last year you guys were featured in a in a Toyota commercial. How how did that all work out? Yeah, man, that was great. You know, I I was very skeptical going in. Uh, you know, Toyota, uh, it's just, it's a regional commercial. Okay. I guess there's about twelve or thirteen dealerships in Western Pennsylvania, Eastern Ohio, and maybe part of West Virginia. You know, and they, I guess, pull some advertising dollars together and, and have a budget and decide how they're going to use certain things. And they wanted the Clarks to be part of their uh, their campaign. They wanted a song that sounded like us. They wanted it to be recognizable as us. And uh, Greg, uh, you know, talking about his songwriting skills, he, he wrote a terrific jingle, very catchy. You know, they gave us some uh, catchphrases and words that maybe we could use. And he incorporated them in a really great way. And we recorded it and uh, gave them some old uh, video footage from a, a video that we had made for Better Off Without You, and they incorporated it into the commercial, and it turned out great. You know, I'm a little older. I came from the, I sort of grew up in the school of, of you don't sell your music to corporations, and of course, that's all changed in the last 20 years, and it's pretty commonplace now, and it's almost like there's something wrong with you if you don't. Sure. But... 
uh, you know, I was just like, oh, I don't know, man. I'm not so sure I want to do this. Um, but, you know, when I heard how they were going to use it, when I heard the song, it all kind of changed for me. And then when I saw the commercial, I was like, this is fantastic. I mean, it was it was a great way for the band to sort of get back into the public eye a little bit more. Now you hear my voice on the TV now from time to time if you're watching the football game or the 6 o'clock news or, you know, whatever. And it just puts the band back in the in the spotlight to a certain degree. So it's been terrific. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, your uh, your latest album, I believe, came out in uh, 2009, right? Right, Restless Days in '09. Okay, yeah. Do you have any uh, any uh, albums in the works right now or any uh, significant projects like that? You know, we just all agreed. Our management uh, came to us a few weeks ago, right after the holidays, and said, uh, you guys need to do a, a holiday album or a Christmas album. Oh, that would be you fun. Know, yeah, that's been thrown at us for quite a few years, and our fans are always asking about it, and you know, it was just never something we really, really wanted to do or had the time to do, but uh, now seems like the perfect time. So I actually think that that's what we're going to do next is uh, is make a Christmas record. I, I'm really excited about it. You know, there's a lot of great Christmas music and a lot of great rock-oriented uh, stuff, like Christmas, uh, that Baby Please Come Home by U2. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, the, of course, the John Lennon song, uh, Happy Christmas. I mean, there's just a, a real wealth of, of great stuff out there that I think the Clarks could really... Uh, do justice to you know maybe take a couple songs and and do in a sort of an acoustic style uh, slow it down and like an all country thing but uh, yeah man I'm excited about it and everybody in the band is too so I think that's the next step but um, to answer your question a little more um, precisely about new material uh, I think for sure we're going to make another record here in the next two or three years I think everybody's ready and uh, I know I've been writing a little bit lately and Greg is always writing and I think we're ready to make new uh, new music. It's good for the band. It's good for our fans. They really enjoy it, and it sort of re-energizes us too. Sure, sure, definitely. Um, what about you as a solo artist? I know you you have some projects you've done. Uh, do you have anything in the works there? Yeah, man. I'm actually uh, I work with a, a good friend of mine. You know, may, may know Rick Witkowski of Studio oh, yeah. in Weirden, West Virginia. Everybody knows Ricky. He's been around forever, and he's an extremely talented musician, guitar player, producer, and and uh, every once in a while, every couple of months, I uh, I write him a check and I go out for two days and I, I record a song, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just whatever I have at the moment. I sort of finish it. You know, it's an interesting way of recording. Um, I sort of do a song at a time when I have the song and when I have the time to do the recording. Um, and very, very slowly, uh, you know, eventually I'll have 10 or 12 tunes and it'll be like, yep, yeah, let's put it out. Let's yeah. hear it. So, uh, you know, that's... Um, that's the plan for me solo, and I like playing live. I do a lot of live solo gigs, and that's really fun. Mm-hmm. I love the band, love playing rock and roll loud, um, but really enjoy playing alone and, and telling stories and sort of exploring that the singer-songwriter thing. Sure, definitely. Yeah. Now your your touring schedule, I don't. It's it's uh, it seems like it's not very um, busy right now. But is it? Is, do you? Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be probably picking up a lot in the spring a little bit and stuff like that. Yeah, spring, summer, and into the fall. Summertime's our busy season. Fairs, festivals, outdoor uh, events uh, like that, and and uh, certainly we have seasons that are busier than others. And uh, um, we're, we get busier, but we we don't get nearly as busy as we used to back in the heyday. You know, we used to do 200 or so shows a year, and I was gone from Pittsburgh three quarters of the year. So uh, if nothing like that, we've all kind of gotten older. With some of us have kids now, but uh, you know, we still do 50 or so Clark shows a year. I probably do 40 or 50 solo gigs. So uh, it keeps me busy on the weekends. Mm-hmm. 
get away from the the kiddies and get to hang out with the adults for a little bit. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> do you do the Fayette County Fair? Oh, dude, we do it every year. It's a it's a religious experience. So it's more than just the lyric. It actually happens, huh? It's the real deal, man. I grew up going there when I was a kid, and, and ever since probably 94, 95, we've been playing it every year. Oh, wow. Largely on the strength of that song, and it's uh, it's become a bit of a homecoming, and, and a lot of our fans say you just don't, uh, you know, if you're a fan of the song Cigarette, the place to hear it is at the Fayette County Fair. Cause yeah, where else, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty much uh, rock theater at that yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's great, man. Lots yeah. of fun. Yeah, for sure. Well, Scott, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us. And again, congratulations on the induction, and uh, we, we wish you the best on your on your up- upcoming uh, projects and upcoming tours. Thank you, man. We really appreciate the, uh, the honor, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah. Well, take care. Thanks. I always wanted to learn to play guitar, but never had the time. Then I heard about Progressions Music Studio. Progressions introduced me to an entirely new and convenient method of music instruction. They brought the music to me. The instructors from Progressions Music Studio came to my home with their knowledge and expertise, which saved me time and money. They worked around my schedule and tailored a program around my needs and skill level. Best of all, I learned to play music like a guitar king of the 1960s. We didn't spend all of our time with drills or tunes from the 1860s. Progressions Music Studio offers a lot more than guitar. In fact, they have instructors for almost all instruments. Now I can rock it out on my electric like never before. Just imagine what they can do for you or the budding musician in your family. Don't make excuses. Make music. Check them out on the web at progressionsmusicstudio.com. That's P-R-O-G-R-E-S-S-I-O-N-S, musicstudio.com. Or call 724-777-4678. All right, a big thanks goes out to Scott from the Clarks for taking the time to join Eric uh, and do that uh, chat. It's hard to believe we've been on the air for three full years now, and that is the first time we've actually had the Clarks on the show. Uh, which I think is really a testament. I know a lot of people, when you when you say uh, Pittsburgh band, especially in Pittsburgh, people knee-jerk reaction is the Clarks or Donnie, Iris. Uh, the fact that we've gone this long with uh, so many great bands, uh, hundreds of local bands now have been on this show uh, in one form or another, and this is the first time we've had them. So welcome to the show. Welcome to the Hall of Fame as well. So Without further ado, we're going to recap. We have been uh, kind of day by day releasing the results of the Music Awards on Facebook uh, and Twitter, but I'm going to take the time now to just kind of go through uh, the categories and give you the winners. Best Rock Band, uh, Sacred Dominion, um, who I will tell you right now up front of kind of the Beyonce of uh, our Music Awards. They uh, really did clean up. They were voted Best Metal Band and Best Progressive Band as well. So that takes care of three categories with one band. Best Alternative Band, uh, a band that's no stranger to the show, Love Betty. Uh, you can find more info on them at lovebetty.com. Best Blues Band, I um, was delighted to see. It was a band I wasn't even familiar with, so it was kind of cool to get a, uh, a fresh face. Uh, Jimbo and the Soup Bones, uh, which, are, you know, if you look at their website, jimboandthesoupbones.com, very, very active uh, show schedule, so I uh, want to check them out. Best Punk Band. Um, two years in a row now, and I think they're going to be a hard one to top. Andy Flag. Uh, many of you are familiar there from the, uh, at least several members of the band are from the Belvernon area, uh, which is not far from my home. So a big uh, kudos to Anti Flag. I know they're going to be doing a big show 
uh, with Drusky Entertainment. Uh, you can find information on that. They'll be doing a, a show. I believe it's March 11th, but don't quote me on that. Check out our concert calendar at ironcityrocks.com under uh, Drusky, and uh, you can get that information. Best guitarist, best bassist, best vocalist, best keyboard. Oh, yeah, and best drummer, too. All went to Sacred Dominion. Like I said, uh, sort of the uh, Beyonce of the awards. I will say this, and this would be a good time to say this. This awards were completely chosen by fans. Uh, to vote, you uh, you could go on Facebook or follow the link from Twitter. Um, I did not vote. Aaron did not vote. Eric did not vote. No one else who was involved with the show voted. This was completely 100% fan-driven. The finalists for the category were done by who got the most nominations. So uh, in no means were these bands handpicked because of their participation in the show. As I mentioned, Jimbo and the Soup Bones had never been on the show, and it was a band I wasn't even aware of, but they took home the category. So uh, a big hats off to Danny, the best guitarist, Ben, bassist, uh, Mario, vocalist, Dave Watson, uh, the keyboard player, and also Jeff for Best Drummer for a Sacred Dominion. That's kind of the, uh, think of that as the Pro Bowl sort of categories. Now we get to Best Promoter. Second year in a row, Drusky Entertainment. Um, I will say that the competition for that one was uh, very fierce, as many of you know. Uh, we were very lucky in Pittsburgh, and, and um, we have several great promotion uh, organizations uh uh, Brian Drusky, obviously, who who's won the category, put on 400-plus uh, shows in the span of 365 days. Um, relatively new people into town, Promo West. Uh, and many of you might say, who's Promo West? Well, Promo West is the organization that runs Stage AE um, who brought Motley Crue to downtown. I mean, you've got to give a, a big thumbs up to that. Uh, Elko Concerts, who have been doing it forever. I think if you go back, if you're a person like me who keeps all their ticket stubs, go back to some shows you saw like in your when you were a teenager. Pull out those ticket stubs. Uh, you'll see companies like Disease Ringler and Elko Productions. So uh, big hats off to them. Opus One, uh, who do uh, shows out of Mr. Smalls. Uh, and, and I apologize because I know I'm forgetting somebody off the top of my head, but a lot of great organizations out there, so hats off to them. Best Venue. Uh Always an interesting one. Last year, uh, I believe the Altar Bar had won that. Uh, don't quote me on that. My memory is not that good. This year goes to the Hard Rock Cafe at Station Square. Um, if anybody is out there um, has not been to the Hard Rock Cafe at Station Square in Pittsburgh or is not from Pittsburgh and you've ever come to Pittsburgh, Station Square is, is a really, really great place. Um, the uh, Hard Rock Cafe, a very intimate place to see a band, uh, two, three hundred seats, probably somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, but but have a lot of great shows. You know, there's been some national bands that, that do their thing there, so it's a really, really cool uh, place to see a show. Um, in related note, uh, one of the nominees in that category was the Trip Total Media Amphitheater, which, as many of you know, has been there for probably the better part of 20 years uh, faced one way and then they turned around and faced the other. Uh, that uh, facility will be coming down to make way for a new soccer slash women's football league uh, stadium of sorts over there. So we're still sorting out the details of what that's going to be, if there will be live music at that event as well. I know for me it's kind of a sad day because I know I saw Alice Cooper there. I saw the Ramones on their farewell tour there. 
uh, and a host of other bands. So it'll be sad to see the amphitheater go, but with any luck, they'll build something new in its place and we can enjoy live music on the shore as well. Um, and that leads us to the, probably to me, the two most important categories outside of the Hall of Fame. Best song and best album. Uh, we're going to make this easy this year. Best song and best album both belong to, as you might have guessed, Sacred Dominion. From the album of the year, The Inside, this is the song of the year, Closer, from Sacred Dominion.
there you have closer from Sacred Dominion. Big hats off to them. Um, really cleaned up this year, um, and deservedly so, as you can hear from that track. That is not a weak track whatsoever. So congratulations to Sacred Dominion, all the guys in the band. Also, again, to the other winners and uh, the Hall of Fame inductees, um, Paul Gilbert, Nick Katniss, and the Clarks. And a big thanks to Scott for uh, dropping by the show. Uh, again, we want to invite you to ironcityrocks.com. You can see all the shows coming from all the promoters that were uh, mentioned earlier under our concert calendar. Um, as many of you know, there's a certain uh, Van Halen coming to town. Uh, I know my rear end will be in that building that night, so if uh, you get a chance and you see somebody that looks like the uh, logo, say hi. Uh, it's going to be an awesome show. Um, great to see shows like this coming to Pittsburgh and not to Cleveland. Um Drop ironcityrocks.com to check out Iron City Rocks Radio. Uh, if you're a band, local or national, uh, Iron City Rocks Radio uh, and Iron City Rocks, Rocks Podcast, uh, send me a link uh, to your, your band site. Check it out. If you want to send me an MP3 to ironcityrocks at gmail.com, please make sure the tags are 100% correct and include a website. Uh, don't send me uh, an iTunes form, please, because it's a pain in the butt to convert them. And don't send me something without tags. Also, I uh, want to mention, um, for those of you who aren't aware, I have been doing some writing for GuitarWorld.com. I invite you to check that out. Uh, if you go to Guitar World and search for, uh, well, I'll give you an idea how Pittsburgh I am. Search for Nick Catney. Search for Mark Anthony of The Letter Black from Uniontown. Uh, you can check out both of those. Uh, I also interviewed Tony Iommi of uh, Black Sabbath and uh, a big Iron City Rocks well wish to Tony who has been diagnosed with lymphoma so we are uh, uh, praying for uh, a real legend there you know that would be a horrible loss to lose Dio and Iomi to cancer in that short a period of time so uh, keep your fingers crossed for Mr. Iomi also an article I did close to Christmas with uh, bassist of Black Label Society John DeServio um, you know, check that out I'm doing an article right now was another phenomenal Pittsburgh guitarist. So uh, we're going to be putting that up there pretty soon as well. So check that out and uh, watch us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash Iron City Rocks. Uh, we'll keep you up to date on all that good stuff. So we really want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. Uh, we invite you to come back next time, and we will not wait another month for another episode. We have interviews cropping up all over the place think of it as dandelions in the spring they're coming up all over the place right now so we have some great stuff for you real soon so thanks for checking in <laughs>